Welcome to the Minute Talks with Desi Schneider again. Thank you for joining me and listening, listening, uh, inclining your ear to hear his voice as you click on my video and uh, that your heart is inclined towards God and you're not just listening to Desi Schneider, not just listening to flesh and blood, but I believe that even as I sit and follow his lead, you will hear his voice in that which I bring to you because I believe that he has entrusted me with this utterance to be able to share with you. And so thank you for joining me once again. And I do have a segment here that I want to title, We All, We All Live to Him. For we all live to Him. And this will come from the Gospel of Luke chapter 20 where both the Pharisees and Sadducees tried to ensnare him. The Pharisees they all did their own little thing to ensnare him, to catch him in his words and to really apprehend him and to give him over to the ruling powers, the authority of the governor. And the question had posed to him is, do we pay taxes? And Jesus being led solely by the very mind of God, for he is the word made flesh, and he only spoke that that which he heard the Father say, for they are one, and he only did that which he saw the Father do, for they are one, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. But we have this most astute answer and the answer is, render therefore to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. And to God the things that are God's. Then we go, we continue reading and from verse 27, that same chapter of Luke 20, we see the Sadducees wanting to ensnare him as well and to uh, trap him, to harass him to question him on the resurrection and they pose another question to him and the answer to that question is really tied to the answer that he gave the Pharisees and you can read to yourself the whole rhetoric here but I want to really read from verse 37 and 38 unto 40. For even Moses showed in the burning bush passage that the dead are raised. When he called the Lord, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. For he is not the God of the dead, but of the living. For he is not the God of the dead, but of the living. For all live to him. And if you compare this verse 38 with Render therefore to Caesar who is perishable the things that are Caesar's, the things that are perishable, and to God the things that are God's. In verse 38, for he is not the God of the dead, but of the living, for all live to him. And to God we render the things that are living. We live to him. We are of the living now. And our life belongs to God. 
and I render my life to God. I will give an account for whether I rendered my life to God. And so the answer to who do you live life to? The answer to what do you render to God today? Really would expose your motives for living. Because when you know that you're of the living and that you now live to God, then to the living God, you render your life. You see, we are a purchased possession. We are of God now. And that is not for us to have a cozy life on earth, to hide within the walls of our local church, to put the tags on our keychain or the bumper stickers on our card, the fish sign or uh, little verses on our fridge or whatever it is that makes us identify with being a Christian. What makes us identify as children of God is really the witness that he bears within us through the Holy Spirit that we are born of God, that I'm of Christ now. And everything on the external is perishable. It is a passing vanity. So why do you place your weight, your hope, your desire for validation, your desire for vindication, your desire to be understood to everything that is external, what we call pleasers of man. (laughs) When the only one that we live to please today is our Heavenly Father. And what gives Him pleasure is us living by faith. What does that look like to you? I know what that looks like to me, that the Word has really framed. It is to lay down my life as a living sacrifice. That it's no longer I And my carnal desires and the flesh's need for validation. But now it's the Christ nature within me that bears witness that I live to God alone. And that he gets me. That he knows us. That he is for us. And so this life of faith is a rendering of my life to God. In Matthew, if you go to Matthew chapter 10, the words of Jesus in verse 38, he says, And he who does not take his cross, yes, a living sacrifice we are. And he who does not take his cross and follow after me, is not worthy of me. And that is not a life of pretense. 
That is not a life of woe is me, pity me, I'm a Christian. I got to suffer a few things. Absolutely not. That's not sickness and disease. That is not poverty and lack. This is not a pity party that we're in. But a pure victory that no matter your circumstance, you have learned to be content. Whether based or you're abounding today. Because you know in Christ you are always, always, always and always is always led in triumph for Christ's sake. You are a disseminator of the fragrance of Christ into this world. You see, you live life to God alone. And this life that you live to God alone, God sees your motive. He knows your desires. Why you do what you do. Yep. And it's like the epistles Paul writes, don't be mocked. Whatever you sow, you shall reap. But that is a good message to us because when we... Sow into the Spirit, out of the Spirit, we will, what? Reap, gain, have eternal life. And how do we do that? By picking up the cross. Which looks like denying my carnal nature. Not yielding to the desires of my flesh. Not being jerked around by the appetite of my flesh. But bringing into subjection every thought that is a rebellious thought against the knowledge of Christ in my life. Of his will in my life. Because verse 39 in Matthew 10, Jesus says... He who finds his life will lose it. And he who loses his life for my sake will find it. This to me is the life of faith. It is the life where the reward is he himself. Where the reward is life himself. For we are now to render to God all things that are God's. And that we now live to him alone. And I love what 39, if we go back to Luke 20, verse 39 and 40 says, Then some of the scribes answered and said, Teacher, you've spoken well. Verse 40. But after that, they dared not question him anymore. You see, the way you answer This question of who you live life to. Are you rendering your life to God today? Is a silencer to the carnal nature of how, when, where, why me? Because my life is not my own. I have been purchased with a great ransom, the very life. The broken body and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. So that I have one desire. To live unto him. 
And that looks like running a race, beholding my master. The Lord Jesus Christ, who is the perfecter of my faith, the maturer of this Christ life within me, so that when I yield to his life, I give him full expression to live life through me. I love going back to the very last chapter of Luke in Luke 24, verse 38. What he said to his disciples. He said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do you and why do why do doubts arise in your hearts? You see, when you're troubled, doubts arise in your heart. And so today you're not to trouble yourself, but you're to cast all your cares on him because he cares for you because you are his. <laughs> you're not living your little old life here and there trying to make it to heaven. You are already far above and from this above place of citizenship in heaven, you are an ambassador sent as Christ was sent into the world with this ministry of reconciliation to the world, to be reconciled unto God. And so today, Jesus, why are you troubling yourself? Why do doubts arise in your heart? Look at this. Look at how we'll not trouble ourselves. Verse 39, behold my hands and my feet. That it is I myself. Handle me and see. For a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. Mm -mm -mm. Behold my hands and my feet. It is I myself, Jesus said. It is I myself that died for you. Be of good cheer, Jesus said to them before this moment. Before the crucifixion. He says, be of good cheer for I have already overcome the world. Though we might face trouble, are we to succumb to them? No. We're not to trouble ourselves and allow doubt to rise up in our heart. And choke the word of truth out of us. We're to handle the living word today. Handle me and see for uh, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. If we go to 1 John in chapter 1. This is what John did. The disciples, they handled him. The word of life they handled um, first John chapter one, verse one, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon. He says, see me, which we have looked upon, which we have seen with our eyes. We now with the eyes of faith, see him alone. That we have looked upon and our hands have handled. We have handled the word of truth. We have seen the word become reality in our lives. 
taken flesh and bones in our lives. We've seen it, we've seen him carry us through many a storms, and here we are giving him the testimony that he is the God of the living, that I solely live to him today. Our hands have handled concerning the word of life. The life was manifested and we have seen and bear witness and declare to you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested to us. That which we have seen and heard, we declare to you that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things we write to you, that your joy may be full. And here we see that through the manner of us handling him, by us beholding him, the only living God, by running this race of faith unto him, that he alone is my validation, that he alone is my vindication, that he alone is the platform upon which I speak. And move and have my being. That from this reality we have a message to the world. So they too share in this fellowship that we have with the Father. Through his Son in the Spirit. And so if we go back to the words in Luke 20. He says to us. He's not the God of the dead but of the living, for all live to him. For all live to him. Let this word be big in your heart. Let it judge every motive of what you do and why you do it. To take out of the pity moment or to take you out of the gloating moment of your flesh. The pride and arrogance of how much you know of God and you want to teach the multitudes today. Be a living sacrifice. Be a living sacrifice unto him. And he will speak through you to the world. Because you live unto him now. Amen. Glory be to God. Thank you for coming once again, listening to Dominion Talks with Desi Schneider. Be blessed.